Chapter 2, verses 12 through 17. Of Catina Aria, commentary in the four Gospels, collected out of the works of the Fathers. Gospel of St. John, by St. Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses 12 and 13. After this he went down to Capernaum, he and his mother and his brethren and his disciples, and they continued there not many days. And the Jews' Passover was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Chrysostom. Our Lord, being about shortly to go to Jerusalem, proceeded to Capernaum, that he might not take his mother and brethren everywhere about with him. After this he went down to Capernaum, he and his mother and his brethren, and his disciples, and they continued there not many days. Augustine. The Lord our God is he, high, that he might create us, lo, that he might create us anew walking among men, suffering what was human, hiding what was divine. So he hath a mother, hath brethren, hath disciples. Whence he hath a mother, thence hath he brethren. Scripture frequently gives the name of brethren, not to those only who are born of the same womb, or the same father, but to those of the same generation, cousins by the father's or mother's side, those who are unacquainted with this way of speaking, ask, Whence hath our Lord brothers? Did Mary bring forth again? That could not be. With her commenced the dignity of the virgin state. Abraham was uncle of Lot, and Jacob was nephew to Laban the Syrian. Yet Abraham and Lot are called brethren, and likewise Jacob and Laban. Alcune, our Lord's brethren are the relations of Mary and Joseph, not the sons of Mary and Joseph. For not only the Blessed Virgin, but Joseph also, the witness of her chastity, abstained from all conjugal intercourse. Augustine. In his disciples, it is uncertain whether Peter and Andrew and the sons of Zebedee were of their number or not at this time. For Matthew first relates that our Lord came and dwelt at Capernaum, and afterwards that he called those disciples from their boats as they were fishing is matthew perhaps supplying what he had omitted for without any mention that it was at a subsequent time he says jesus walking by the sea of galilee saw two brethren or is it better to suppose that these were other disciples for the writings of the evangelists and apostles call not the twelve only but all who believing in god were prepared for the kingdom of heaven by our lord's teaching disciples how is it, too, that our Lord's journey to Galilee is placed here before John the Baptist's imprisonment? When Matthew says, Now when Jesus had heard that John was cast into prison, he departed into Galilee, and Mark the same. Luke, too, though he says nothing of John's imprisonment, yet places Christ's visit to Galilee after his temptation and baptism, as the two former do. We should understand, then, that the three evangelists are not opposed to John, but pass over our Lord's first coming into Galilee after his baptism, at which time it was that he converted the water into wine. Eusebius, when copies of the three Gospels had come to the evangelist John, he is reported, while he confirmed their fidelity and correctness, to have at the same time noticed some omissions, especially at the opening of our Lord's ministry. Certain it is that the first three Gospels seem only to contain the events of the year in which John the Baptist was imprisoned and put to death, 
and therefore john it is said was asked to write down those acts of our saviors before the apprehension of the baptist which the former evangelist had passed over any one then by attending will find that the gospels do not disagree but that john is relating the events of a different date from that which the others refer to chrysostom he did not perform any miracle at capernaum the inhabitants of which city were in a very corrupt state and not well disposed to him he went there however and stayed some time out of respect to his mother bede he did not stay many days there on account of the passover which was approaching and the jews passover was at hand origin but what need of saying of the jews when no other nation had the right of the passover perhaps because there are two sorts of passover one human which is celebrated in a different way from the design of scripture another the true and divine which is kept in spirit and in truth to distinguish it then from the divine it is said of the jews alcune and he went up to jerusalem the gospels mention two journeys of our lord to jerusalem one in the first year of his preaching before john was sent to prison which is the journey now spoken of the other in the year of his passion our lord has set us here an example of careful obedience to the divine commands for if the son of god fulfilled the injunctions of his own law by keeping the festivals like the rest with what holy zeal should we servants prepare for and celebrate them origin in a mystical sense it was meet that after the marriage in cana of galilee and the banquet in wine our lord should take his mother brethren and disciples to the land of consolation as capernaum signifies to console by the fruits that were to spring up and by abundance of fields those who received his discipline and the mind which had conceived him by the holy ghost and who were there to be holpen for some there are bearing fruit to whom our lord himself comes down with the ministers of his word and disciples helping such his mother being present those whoever who are called to capernaum do not seem capable of his presence long that is a land which admitteth lower consolation is not able to take in the enlightenment from many doctrines being capable to receive few only alcune or capernaum we may interpret a most beautiful village and so it signifies the world to which the word of the father came down bede but he continued there only a few days because he lived with men in this world only a short time origin jerusalem as our saviour himself saith is the city of the great king into which none of those who remain on earth ascend or enter only the soul which has a certain natural loftiness and clear insight into things invisible is the inhabitant of that city jesus alone goes up thither but his disciples seem to have been present afterwards the zeal of thine house hath eaten me up but it is as though in every one of the disciples who went up it was jesus who went up verses fourteen through seventeen and found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves and the changers of money sitting and when he had made a scourge of small cords he drove them all out of the temple and the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers money and overthrew the tables and said unto them that sold doves take these things hence 
Make not my father's house an house of merchandise. And his disciples remembered that it was written, The zeal of thine house hath eaten me up. Bede, our Lord on coming to Jerusalem, immediately entered the temple to pray, giving us an example that wheresoever we go, our first visit should be to the house of God to pray. And he found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves, and the changers of money sitting. Augustine, such sacrifices were prescribed to the people, in condescension to their carnal minds, to prevent them from turning aside to idols. They sacrificed sheep and oxen and doves. Bede, those whoever who came from a distance, being unable to bring with them the animals required for sacrifice, brought the money instead. For their convenience, the scribes and Pharisees ordered animals to be sold in the temple, in order that, when the people had bought and offered them afterwards, they might sell them again, and thus make great profits. And changers of money sitting, changers of money sat at the table to supply change to buyers and sellers. But our Lord disapproving of any worldly business in his house, especially one of so questionable a kind, drove out all engaged in it. Augustine, he who was to be scourged by them, was first of all the scourger, and when he had made a scourge of small cords, he drove them all out of the temple. Theophylact, nor did he cast out only those who bought and sold, but their goods also, the sheep and the oxen, and poured out the changers' money, and overthrew the tables, i.e. the money changers, which were coffers of pence. Origen, it should appear something out of the order of things that the Son of God should make a scourge of small cords to drive them out of the temple. We have one answer in which some take refuge, viz. the divine power of Jesus, who, when he pleased, could extinguish the wrath of his enemies, however innumerable, and quiet the tumult of their minds. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. This act, indeed, exhibits no less power than his more positive miracles, nay, rather, more than the miracle by which water was converted into wine, in that there the subject matter was inanimate. Here the minds of so many thousands of men are overcome. Augustine, it is evident that this was done on two several occasions, the first mentioned by John, the last by the other three. Origen, John says here that he drove out the sellers from the temple, Matthew the sellers and buyers. The number of buyers was much greater than that of the sellers, and therefore to drive them out was beyond the power of the carpenter's son, as he was supposed to be, had he not by his divine power put all things under him. As it is said, Bede. The evangelist sets before us both natures of Christ, the human in that his mother accompanied him to Capernaum, the divine in that he said, Make not my father's house an house of merchandise. Chrysostom. Lo, he speaks of God as his father, and they are not angry, for they think he means it in a common sense. But afterwards, when he spoke more openly and showed that he meant equality, they were enraged. In Matthew's account, too, on driving them out, he says, You have made it, my father's house, a den of thieves. This was just before his passion, and therefore he uses severe language. But the former being at the beginning of his miracles, his answer is milder and more indulgent. Augustine. 
so that the temple was still a figure only, and our Lord cast out of it all who came to it as a market. And what did they sell? Things that were necessary for the sacrifice of that time. What if he had found men drunken? If the house of God ought not to be a house of merchandise, ought it to be a house of drunkenness? Persostum. But why did Christ use such violence? He was about to heal on the Sabbath day, and to do many things which appeared to them transgressions of the law, that he might not appear therefore to be acting contrary to God. He did this at his own peril, and thus gave them to understand that he who exposed himself to such peril to defend the decency of the house did not despise the Lord of that house. For the same reason, to show his agreement with God, he said not, The holy house, but my father's house. It follows, and his disciples remembered what was written, The zeal of thine house hath eaten me up. Bede, his disciples, seeing this most fervent zeal in him, remembered that it was from zeal for his father's house that our Savior drove the ungodly from the temple. Alcun, zeal taken in a good sense is a certain fervor of the spirit by which the mind all human fears forgotten is stirred up to the defense of the truth augustine he then is eaten up with zeal for god's house who desires to correct all that he sees wrong there and if he cannot correct endures and mourns in thine house thou busiest thyself to prevent matters going wrong in the house of god where salvation is offered Oughtest thou to be indifferent? Hast thou a friend? Admonish him gently, a wife, coerce her severely, a maidservant, even compel her with stripes. Do what thou art able, according to thy station. Alcune. To take the passage mystically, God enters his church spiritually every day, and marks each one's behavior there. Let us be careful, then, when we are in God's church, that we indulge not in stories or jokes or hatreds or lusts, lest on a sudden he come and scourge us and drive us out of his church. Origin. It is possible even for the dweller in Jerusalem to incur guilt, and even the most richly endowed may stray, and unless these repent speedily, they lose the capacity wherewith they were endued. He finds them in the temple, i.e. in sacred places, or in the office of enunciating the church's truth. Some who make his father's house and house of merchandise, i.e., who expose to sale the oxen whom they ought to reserve for the plow, lest by turning back they should become unfit for the kingdom of God. Also who prefer the unrighteous mammon to the sheep, from which they have the material of ornament. Also who, for miserable gain, abandon the watchful care of them who are called metaphorically doves without all gall or bitterness. Our Savior, finding these in the holy house, makes a scourge of small cords, and driveth them out, together with the sheep and oxen exposed for sale, scatters the heaps of money, as unbeseeming in the house of God, and overthrows the tables set up in the minds of the covetous, forbidding them to sell doves in the house of God any longer. I think, too, that he meant the above, as a mystical intimation that whatsoever was to be performed with regard to that sacred oblation by the priests was not to be performed after the manner of material oblations, and that the law was not to be observed as the carnal Jews wished, 
for our Lord by driving away the sheep and oxen and ordering away the doves, which were the most common offerings among the Jews, and by overthrowing the tables of material coins, which in a figure only, not in truth, bore the divine stamp, i.e. what according to the letter of the law seemed good. And when with his own hand he scourged the people, he as much declared that the dispensation was to be broken up and destroyed, and the kingdom translated to the believing from among the Gentiles. Augustine, or those who sell in the church are those who seek their own, not the things of Jesus Christ. They who will not be bought think that they may sell earthly things. Thus Simon wished to buy the Spirit, that he might sell him, for he was one of those who sell doves. The Holy Spirit appeared in the form of a dove. The dove, however, is not sold, but is given of free grace, for it is called grace. Bede. They, then, are the sellers of doves, who, after receiving the free grace of the Holy Spirit, do not dispense it freely, as they are commanded, but at a price, who confer the laying on of hands, by which the Holy Spirit is received, if not for money, at least for the sake of getting favor with the people, who bestow holy orders not according to merit, but favor. Augustine. By the oxen may be understood the apostles and prophets, who have dispensed to us the holy scriptures. Those who by these very scriptures deceive the people, from whom they seek honor, sell the oxen, and they sell the sheep too, i.e. the people themselves. And to whom do they sell them but to the devil? For that which is cut off from one church, who taketh away, except the roaring lion, who goeth about everywhere, and seeketh whom he may devour. Bede. Or the sheep are works of purity and piety, and they sell the sheep who do works of piety to gain the praise of men. They exchange money in the temple, who in the church openly devote themselves to secular business. And besides those who seek for money or praise or honor from holy orders, those too make the Lord's house a house of merchandise, who do not employ the rank or spiritual grace, which they have received in the church at the Lord's hands with singleness of mind, but with an eye to human recompense. Augustine, our Lord intended a meaning to be seen in his making a scourge of small cords, and then scourging those who were carrying on merchandise in the temple. Everyone by his sins twists for himself a cord, and that he goes on adding sin to sin. So then, when men suffer for their iniquities, let them be sure that it is the Lord making a scourge of small cords admonishing them to change their lives, which if they fail to do, they will hear at the last, bind him hand and foot. Bede, with the scourge then made of small cords, he cast them out of the temple, for from the part and lot of the saints are cast out all, who, thrown externally among the saints, do good works hypocritically or bad openly. The sheep and oxen too he cast out, to show that the life and doctrine of such were alike reprobate. And he overthrew the change heaps of the money changers and their tables, as a sign that, at the final condemnation of the wicked, he will take away the form even of those things which they loved. The sale of doves he ordered too to be removed out of the temple, because the grace of the Spirit, being freely received, should be freely given. Origin. By the temple we may understand too the soul wherein the word of God dwelleth, in which before the teaching of Christ, earthly and bestial affections had prevailed. 
the ox being the tiller of the soil, is the symbol of earthly affections, the sheep being the most irrational of all animals, of dull ones. The dove is a type of light and volatile thoughts. The money of earthly good things, which money Christ cast out by the word of his doctrine, that his father's house might be no longer a market. End of chapter 2, verses 12 through 17.